Hi, everybody. This is Ken Wilson. Once upon a time, I broadcast blues hockey. I always listen to Let's Go Blues Radio. It's everything you'll want as a blues fan. Oh, baby. Let's go blues! Get ready to hear some noise tonight. You're just seconds away from Let's Go Blues Radio. All over the hockey universe. No doubt about it, eh? You're listening to Kurt, Bill, and Jeff on Let's Go Blues Radio, the original St. Louis Blues hockey fan podcast. Take it away, boys. Nice onesie. Is it coming men's? Oh, I think you come in men enough for all of us. And anything you folks want to know about the fascinating world of pro hockey, here we go. Welcome to Season 8, Episode 64 of Let's Go Blues Radio, the often imitated but never duplicated, the original St. Louis Blues Hockey Podcast. We are broadcasting live on Wednesday, March, uh, May 6th, 2020. This is franchise episode number 250 all time, the big 250 all time. Your hosts uh, tonight are yours truly, Kurt Price, Bill Day, and Jeff Ponder. And for your listening pleasure, for the next little while, we'll be talking St. Louis Blues trivia tonight, uh, which should be a lot of fun. Uh, to interact with the show on social media, you can follow the show on Twitter at LGB Radio. My handle is at Kurt Price. Bill's is at Billy Blue Note, and Jeff uh, Jeff's is at jponder94. You can follow us on Instagram, like us on the Facebook, and subscribe to our YouTube channel so you can be notified of all upcoming episodes as well as watch past episodes of the show. And the world-famous website is letsgoblues.com where you can listen to or watch past episodes of the show, browse the fan discussion forum, as well as get some cool St. Louis Blues-themed T-shirts and stickers that does help support the show. Uh, you guys ready to play some trivia tonight? Uh, Jeff, I know we have, uh, speaking of, we're going to give away some stuff tonight uh, in trivia, and we have a from a previous contest, Jeff, um, that uh, we... Uh, did, the winner did not claim the prize, so we're going to put that back out there, right? Yes. <laughs> and I'm going to hold it up here. That's why I said, hang on, I had to grab it. The Bennington shirt, the uh, the sweet Bennington beer-style shirt, uh, the one that says not nervous there in the middle. Uh, I had this picked out, what, two months ago? Picked out a winner, waited, never heard anything, picked out another winner, and it was someone I know who listens to the show often. No response. So we're giving it away again to somebody else. I cannot get rid of this shirt, Kurt. I just can't do it. <laughs> uh, you guys ready to hear who the winner is this time? And, and you'll have two weeks to claim your prize. You know how to reach us. Find us on Twitter, LGB Radio, or myself personally, since I have it. And I'll be the one emailing it to you. Or mailing, emailing it. I wish I could email to you. I'm the one mailing it to you, uh, jponder94. Also, you can uh, email radio at letsgoblues.com. Our winner, again, I know this is someone who listens to the show because she's always commenting on our stuff, Active Mom for Life. That is her Twitter handle, Active Mom for Life. Mezzo Blue Note is what her name is on there. She posted a great picture 
of uh, them ended up with some ferns from the stage uh, when they went to the parade. So uh, I thought that was a pretty cool picture. So I went ahead and picked her as the winner. So congratulations, Active Mom for Life. Uh, just get in touch with us, and you can get this shirt off my hands. Maybe we'll be successful in giving it away this time. It's the people just don't want to, you know, they, uh, um, they're missing out on a good shirt. You know, I, there are some people in YouTube chat that said they would take it off our hands. Austin Lynch said he would take it off Jeff. Tell you. I don't know exactly <laughs> oh, what that means. Oh, oh, oh Jeff, you. Jeff's down for that. Jeff has worn well, it on the yeah. show before. Well, Not that specific if, shirt. If, we are a farming state, so he has to be 17 in order for me to, to accept that. <laughs> uh, quite a bit of uh, people in the chat tonight. That's pretty cool. Um, Jim Anderson, Kevin T. What's up, guys? What's up, Kevin? And Brian Harms. How do answers work? Okay. Um, when we do start the trivia here. Um, I do ask. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've this, this, this is our, our – we've, we've done trivia on this show. We did it for years. Um, but it was all it wasn't this uh involved so uh we've been talking about how to do this and different ways to do it so it's we're kind of just you know playing it by ear and flying by the seat of our pants here so um what we're going to do is i think we're going to get a couple people on um and uh, i'll read we'll have the interface up here and we'll we'll have the questions come up and we'll have two people compete against each other um and it's uh, a round of 12 questions we have we have two set two rounds two rounds of 12 questions each and the contestants will then have an option if they're not sure about an answer they can uh go to a lifeline well how's that going to work though if they're both answering one knows the answer the other one doesn't um i guess we'll just see how that works um where you can have a lifeline where you can then ask uh bill or jeff uh to uh to chime in with their answer so we'll see yep. how it goes so basically it's like uh who wants to be a millionaire if you've seen that show you have the Ask the Audience Lifeline, the, what, 50-50, and the, uh, well, there's one more. I can't remember what it is. I have a feeling. Uh, vote a friend. Yeah, I have a feeling that the the people in the YouTube chat are going to be voting out answers. <laughs> so the, yeah, the, the poll of the audience, there's always going to be people there suggesting uh, answers for yeah, them. Yeah, so. so, but it's it's like that, except you only have two lifelines, and your options are Ask Jeff and Ask Bill. Right. I guess that's what we'll call it, right? Ask sure. Jeff, Ask Bill. Sure. Why not? Um, yeah, and Chris Bray's already thrown out Michelle Monjo for a couple of answers. So, you know, we haven't even gotten started. <laughs> I think, is that the name of Active Mom? Chris Bray? <laughs> no, Michelle Monjo. I think that's what he was telling me. Oh. That that's oh, no. Michelle Monjo. Oh, that, gotcha, gotcha. That would, be, that, that, that would be interesting considering Michelle Monjo wore number 41 for the Blues between, what, yep. 1991 and 93? Possibly. That, Possibly. Me, he spelled it Michelle, and he's spelling it like a woman there, Michelle, and I'm pretty sure her name is Michelle. So I have no idea. I'm just taking a shot in the dark here. Hmm. Oh. Uh, before we get into trivia, though, I think we should uh, mention the buttes that uh, Bill and I are wearing tonight. Yeah. Bill, okay. who are you wearing? <laughs> who am I wearing? <laughs> I am yeah. wearing LGB Radio. Yeah, buddy. And yeah, Bill and well, I wearing our LGB Radio jerseys tonight, folks. Yeah. yeah so looks looks good. I like it. Look at that. Very nice. Yeah. All right, I'll do the same. Yeah. Let's see. Hopefully, yep. 
So remember, you can order those folks if you just want to email me, jponder94 at gmail.com, and we will uh, go through the process. But they look great, and my God, they they make us look intelligent. So we're going to be great for those lifelines, Bill. Mm, I'm ready. Okay, we've got uh, Guy and Kevin. Can you guys both hear us? I hear you. Guy. Kevin, can you hear me, sir? Yes, I can hear you. All right. Hey, welcome to the show, guys. Aloha. I know uh, I, we're familiar with Guy. He's, uh, he's from Hawaii. Um, uh, Kevin, uh, where, are you, where are you joining us from? Wentzville. Wentzville. Oh, nice. Local guy. So Wentzville versus Hawaii in the show tonight. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to pull up the sh- pull up the questions here, and uh, they're worth 100 points each. And th- there's multiple choice A, B, C, D. Um, if but when you know the answer, you know I, don't give the answer until I ask for it, and then you both give it, okay? And then if you get it right, we'll give you points. If you don't, we won't. And then it's a round of 12 questions. How's that sound? Sounds good. Sounds good to me. All right, cool. All right, let's pull it up here. Question number one: Which Blues player tripped up Bobby Orr, hurtling through, hurtling him horizontally through space in the famous photo of the Bruins clinching the Stanley Cup in 1970? And your uh, options are: A. Larry Keenan, B. Bobby Plager, C. Noel Picard, or D. Al Arbor. So I'll give you guys a few seconds to think about it, and then we'll ask for an answer. And when you guys are ready, actually, it'd be nice to have like a. A, B, and C cards to hold up. That'd be better, but yeah. we don't have that. <laughs> don't have that. So which Blues player tripped up Bobby Orr, hurtling him horizontally through space in the famous photo of the Bruins clinching the Stanley Cup in 1970? You guys uh, ready? Ready. Yep. Ready to guess? Okay, let's, Kevin, what, what do you got? I'm going D. Kevin goes Probably D, Al Arbor. <laughs> and uh, Guy, what do you, what do you say? Uh, I think it was C, Noel Picard. The answer is C, Noel Picard. Oh, I got one right! (laughs) (laughs) I had a 25% chance. I I knew it wasn't Bobby, but, you know. Oh, I didn't change the uh, names down here when I was testing it. So, uh, Kevin, you can be Bill, and Guy, you can be Guest, since Guy and Guest are G. Yeah, no problem. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So guy gets that. There we go. Okay. Question number two. How much were the most expensive seats in the first season of Keel Center in 1993-1994 season? We got uh, A, $92, B, $52, C, $72, or D, $112. We're looking for the most expensive tickets in the first season of Kiel Center's existence in 1993-94. Um, Kevin, you have a guess? I'm gonna go C. You said C, sir? Yeah, C. C72, uh, Guy, what uh, What do you say? Oh man, I'm torn. Uh, Cause I went that first season, I sat in the second row. Uh, I'll go with C. Uh, C, 72. The answer is $92 was the most expensive seat. So no points awarded that round. Question three. Isn't that the match game thing? It is. Yeah. (laughs) 
Tell my age. Um, I dig it. It's good background music for a game show. Uh, question number three. He was the first Blues star from Europe, scoring at least 35 goals in each of his first three seasons in St. Louis. And the options are A, Pavel Dimitra, B, Frank St. Marseille, C, Greg Pazlowski, D, Jorgen Pedersen. So we got, uh, he was the first Blues star from Europe, scoring at least 35 goals in each of his first three seasons in St. Louis. A, Pavel Dimitra, B, Frank St. Marseille, C, Greg Pazlowski, and D, Jorgen Pedersen. Uh, let's go. Uh, let's go, uh, guy. First this time. Oh, tricky one. Um, I want to say A, but I'm not going to. I'm going to go with B. Guy says uh, B. Frank Saint Marseille and Kevin. What do you say, sir? I'm going to have to go D because none of the other none of the other names besides Demetrius sound European. Greg doesn't sound very European. Neither does Frank. <laughs> <laughs> All right, answer is D. Correct, Kevin. 100 points for you, sir. All right, tie game, 100 apiece. And uh, we'll be uh, playing for, uh, we talked about it, the, um, uh, you can have your choice. Uh, the winner will get a, uh, we've got a, a, a hoodie from uh, All Black Hockey Sticks. We've got uh, some sunglasses, some blade shades. You guys familiar with those? The uh, the hockey-looking sunglasses, the hockey sticks for the for the arms, um, and then we got a a, a, a toque, all-black hockey sticks toque, and then we have uh, some T-shirts in the uh, our our shop. You guys can pick out one of those, so it's your choice. And uh, Jeff said he posted the pictures of the prizes on Twitter, so you can check that out at a, at, at jponder94 on Twitter. Next question: How many shootout attempts did TJ Oshie have on Sergei Bobrovsky in the 2014 Winter Olympics in Sochi, Russia? We're looking for the total number of shootout attempts. Was it A, six, B, eight, C, seven, D, five? And it, it randomizes these choices, so that's why it's not numerically in order. So how many shootout attempts did TJ Oshie have on Bobrovsky in the 2014 Olympics in Sochi, Russia? Jeopardy music would work good too. Uh, do you have a guess, guy? Yeah, A, B. Guy says B. Kevin? I'll go C. C7? Correct answer A6. He had four goals and two misses in his six attempts. Good question. Thank you. Oh, these are all good questions. You know what? When, when we when we had these questions, uh, got these questions, it wasn't like uh, I wasn't going to go through and do your typical who scored the most goals in this season or who has the record for most. Yeah, I wasn't doing your typical trivia stuff. This is kind of yeah. a little a little more in depth, a little more interesting, I guess. Stuff that you could rattle off at a party and make your friends think you're smart about blues hockey. So that's why I'm okay. playing. <laughs> <laughs> and if you don't win, maybe you learn something too at the same time. So it's a it's a win win. Okay, next question. The Blues played the first two games of the 2009-2010 season in Sweden. Who was their opponent? I know this one. Uh, A, Red Wings. B, Blackhawks. C, Maple Leafs. D, Kings. Uh, Kevin, 
Let's go with you first this time. Hey. Hey, Red Wings. Guy, what do you say? Hey, Red Wings. Hey, Red Wings. There we go. You guys both get 100 points. 100 for Kep and 100 for Guy. 200 apiece. Tie score. Next question. Which Blues player was once relaxing in the downtown famous bar street side display window with no shirt on, in a bed, under the covers while promoting a men's fragrance? <laughs> Which Blues player was once relaxing in a, the downtown famous bar street side display window, that's downtown St. Louis, with no shirt on, in a bed, under the covers while promoting a men's fragrance. A, Adam Oates. B, Perry Turnbull. C, Doug Gilmore. D, Jeff Brown. And I'm going to, let's uh, see where you are with uh, Kevin this time. If we go two, two, two. So, I think. Yeah. Kevin, do you uh, have a guess? I'm going D. D, Jeff Brown. The uh, He was a fan of the ladies when he was here. Uh, guy, what do you say? Oh, man. See, this is when I was in the Navy, so I missed all this fun stuff. But I'm going to go with Gilmore. The... Gilmore. The correct answer is B, Perry Turnbull. Oh. <laughs> but that there is a question you can you can just drop at any time to say, hey, wow, this guy, he knows his stuff. Next question. Actually, it's... Uh, 200 apiece. Uh, yes, and they have lifelines. If you want to use lifelines too, guys, don't forget those. Okay, next question. So if you don't know the answer and you want to bring in Bill or Jeff to help you out, I'm not saying they know the answer either, but it uh, wouldn't hurt. To, and you can also go by the folks in YouTube chat, if, but they're a little behind, I think. So. Next question. Who is captain for the least amount of games as a blue? Of the choices listed here, who is captain of the least amount of games as a blue? A, Shane Corson. B, Rick Mahar. C, Bernie Federico. D, Scott Stevens. Who is captain for the least amount of games as a blue? Shane Corson, Rick Mahar, Bernie Federico, Scott Stevens. Um, guy, do you do you know? Do you want a lifeline? You want to guess? I'm going to lifeline this one, and I'm going to go with Jeff. Okay, so uh, guy is is reaching out to Jeff. So Jeff is going to answer for guy on this question, I guess. Or I guess you can. Are you going to take his answer, guy? Or are you, are you going to take it under consideration? I, I want to hear what his answer is. Okay. I have my idea. I want to hear what his is. Okay. All right, uh, Jeff's going to have to text me this because I can't bring him in since we're at a max capacity for the show right now. Jeff, can you hear me? Go ahead and uh, answer for Guy, or give Guy your guess. Who is captain for the least amount of games as a blue? Shane Corson, Rick Mahar, Bernie Federico, or Scott Stevens? And he is typing. Jeff says he believes it is A, but he is not 100%. He believes it's A, Shane Corson. Oh, that's completely different from what I was thinking. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with A, Shane Corson. Okay, Guy says A, Shane Corson. Kevin, what do you say, sir? Would you like I'm to use B? B, B uh, Rick Mahar. The correct answer is actually C, Bernie oh, Federico. Oh, damn it! I should have gone with what I thought! Oh. <laughs> 
He was only captain for, I believe it was like uh, 66 games or something. So, one season, part of the season. I knew it. Oh, I freaking <laughs> knew that. <laughs> I'm shooting right. myself on that one. <laughs> uh, Jeff says he's sorry. <laughs> All right, next question. Still got a tie score, 200 apiece. November 29th, 2000, who scored the winner in overtime for the Blues? Was it A, Alexander Havanov, B, Pavel Dimitra, C, Jochen Hecht, or D, Michael Henzus? Now, this may seem like an arbitrary random game during the season, but this is a significant game during the season that everyone probably should remember. November 29th, 2000. Uh, who scored the winner in overtime for the Blues? It's a pretty significant regular season game. Uh, I'll give you a hint. It's a record-breaking uh, regular season game. Who scored the winner in overtime for the Blues? A. Havanov, B. Demetra, C. Hesht, or D. Hanzus? Um, Kevin, are you first? I you believe you're first, yes. Yeah, I want to say Hanzus, D. Kevin says Hanzus, D. Guy, what's your guess? Yeah, see, this isn't a fair question for me. I was in the golf on that date. Um, <laughs> well, I was. Yeah, I was uh, at. I was at uh, Coles. I had. Uh, Coles. I, was, I was not watching the game. I was not watching the game live. I was at Coles. Yeah. Well, you still were closer to it than me. <laughs> um, oh man, I'm just gonna do a wag, and uh, I'll say, you know what? If I'm gonna go with D, Michael Hanzo, some strategy so you, here. You both guessed D, Michael Hanzo. Okay, uh, before I give you the answer, uh, whether you guys are right or wrong, we'll see. But the this was the five-goal comeback against Toronto uh, in uh, in the regular season, where they came back from a five-goal deficit and won overtime. The correct answer is Jochen Hecht. Uh, pa from Pavel Dimitra. Dimitra assisted, assisted from behind the net to Hecht in front. So. Still got 200 apiece. And um, what question are we now? You didn't tell me. <laughs> Should be seven, I think. Seven or eight. Okay. Seven or eight, yeah. All right. Next question. The very first St. Louis Blues game in team history was September 23rd, 1967 versus who? Take note of the date. The very first St. Louis Blues game in team history was September 23rd, 1967 versus who? A, Minnesota North Stars, B, Cleveland Barons, C, St. Louis University High, or D, the Rochester Americans? So we got uh, Kevin, I think you're first. I'm going to have to fill a lifeline. Okay, Ke Kevin's going to do a lifeline. Do you want... Uh, you want uh, Bill, or do you want Jeff? I think, uh, Jeff's got one left, and Bill's got two asks left. Let's go with Bill. All right, Bill. I think there are a few seconds behind, so I'll read it again. Bill, uh, Kevin asked for Lifeline. The very first St. Louis Blues game in team history was September 23rd, 1967, versus who? A, Minnesota North Stars. B, Cleveland Barons. C, St. Louis U High. D, Rochester Americans. And Bill is typing. Uh, 
Uh, Bill says uh, he thinks it's C, but it isn't SLU, not high, but the U. Huh. I don't know what that means, but he says C. He guesses uh, St. Louis U. You're going with that? Yep. And uh, so you guess C, and uh, uh, Guy, you guessed? Oh, wow. Um, I'm going to go with C. So you both guessed C. St. Louis U. The answer is D, Rochester Americans, oh. a <laughs> preseason exhibition game. So I, I, it, it, I think most people know the Minnesota North Stars were the first regular season game. That was in October. So this was September 23rd, 1967 against Rochester. Okay. And I think the score is showing Bill is 300, but he's got 200. Yeah, it should on, be 200 on, to beat. Yeah, yeah, on my end, it's 200, on, but on the presentation screen, it's showing three for some reason. Just, so go by what I say. 200 apiece. Okay. okay, next question. <laughs> next question. Which hockey stat was the St. Louis Post-Dispatch the very first newspaper to track and publish? A, goals against average. B, hits. C, plus minus. D, shots blocked. Which hockey stat was the St. Louis Post-Dispatch the very first newspaper to track and publish? And I think uh, I think it's Guy's turn. Yeah, I'm going with D, block shot. Guy says D, block shots. Kevin, what do you say, sir? I'm going to say B, hits. B, hits. Correct answer is C, plus minus. Ow! The, uh, the uh, reporter for... Uh, for the paper, uh, started tracking this on his own, and he uh, was asked by the league to stop. He would track it on his own and publish in the paper, and the team, the players, would then go up to him after the game and ask him how their plus-minus was, how they did. And wow. so the league wanted him to stop. Uh, they had their own reasons, um, but uh, he did not, and it kind of stuck. So, all right, next question. I think we're down to the final question. Is that all right? Yeah, I think so. In Brett Hall's 86-goal season, none of his goals were empty net goals. How many of Wayne Gretzky's goals in his record 92-goal season were empty net goals? This is a tough one. A, 9. B, 7. C, 5. D, 11. In Brett Hall's 86-goal season, none of his goals were empty net goals. How many of Wayne Gretzky's goals in his record 92-goal season were empty net goals? I just and, talked to Grant Fuhrer about them. And um, we have lifelines available. This is the last question, right? I believe so. Okay, I guess I'm going to lifeline it to Bill. Okay, Bill. Got a lifeline from Guy. In Brett Hall's 86-goal season. None of his goals were empty net goals. How many of Wayne Gretzky's goals in his record 92-goal season were empty net goals? A, 9, B, 7, C, 5, D, 11. And Bill. Where are you, Bill? <laughs> Oh, Bill says he thinks it is B, seven. 
So you're going to take Bill as a guest or are you going to go out on your own? You know, I just talked to Grant Fair about this and I got two different numbers in my mind and that's one of them. Oh, Bill, I'm going to go with seven. B. All right, Kevin. What do you say? I'm going to go with C5. Guesses are B and C for seven and five. The correct answer is actually 11. Hey, 11. Oh, wow. So actually, if you take away into net goals and you just count goals scored on goalies, uh, Brett Hall is the all-time leader in goals scored in the regular season with 86. And I think that was the last question. Let me double check. I wish these were numbered. Why are they numbered? It's numbered. No. Okay, we got maybe one more. <laughs> we'll keep going until it stops us. Uh, the Blues acquired Marco Scandella from the Montreal Canadiens this season. Where does Scandella play prior to Montreal? A, Carolina. B, Minnesota. C, Toronto. D, Buffalo. And are we back up to Kevin? Yep, D. Kevin goes D, Buffalo. Guy, what do you say? No, D. Bar I'm sorry. Minnesota. Oh, okay. Say B, Minnesota. Sorry. Um, guy. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to stick with Minnesota. I remember him saying something. B. D, Buffalo. Buffalo. Wow. Let's see. <laughs> I know he always tore us a new one when we played against the Wild and he was there. Yeah, it seemed like right. every time. Yeah, he was with Minnesota for a while, for a number of years, and then he was with Buffalo uh, for a short time. I think it was a year and a half, uh, and then came here. Um, tie score. So we need a tiebreaker. Let's see here. If I can turn this... You guys can't hear this, but I hear music. It's driving me bananas. We can hear it. <laughs> you can? Yeah. Oh, not that music. The other music. There's other music. There we go. Put it back on that. Okay. Okay. Uh, we need a tiebreaker. Let me pull up. Let me pull up my uh, questions here. I didn't think I wasn't considering a tiebreaker. That's um, I should have. I'll pull, uh, I'll pull a question from uh, one of our past shows a few years ago. We used to do a trivia every show, and I'll pull up one of those questions, and you guys can... Uh, Just so you well, know, we can see what you're pulling up right now. So. Okay. There we go. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you. <laughs> let's see. Let's go through here. Let's find a good one. Being fair. Oh. Let's see. Okay, I, okay, Jeff, I will read your question uh, if they tie on this one, too. Um, let's see. All right, Sergio Momesso wore what number for the Blues during, his, during the 1996-97 season? A, 25, B, 26, C, 27. So three choices. And are we on Kevin? I'll say 27. Kevin says 27. Guy, what do you say? For some reason, I got 25 on my head, so I'm going to go with 25. You guys are killing me. It's 26. 
<laughs> it was his second stint with the Blues. 27, he wore from 88 to 91. Yeah. So in his second stint, he wore 26. Okay, so Jeff wants me to ask this. Um, do you have the answer, Jeff? Because <laughs> I don't have the answer in front of me. <laughs> okay, he has an answer. Okay. Uh, and then the and okay, then closest closest wins. Okay, this, this is a date. When did Let's Go Blues Radio debut? We need a year and a date. And so we'll go. Uh, I think this is a uh, guy's turn. Yeah. Oh man, that's a good. When did Let's Go Blues Radio debut? I'll say October. Third of two thousand and four. We just need the month and year, so October two thousand four. Okay. Uh, Kevin. September two thousand five. September two thousand five. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Kevin, you are closer. It was September two thousand eleven. We are in our eighth oh, wow. season. So yeah. Uh, oh wow. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, I went back. I said it started yeah. for two jobs. Yeah. I, I, yeah I so what year it was. Kevin kind of pulled a prices right on you there, guy. He's just above <laughs> you to get the get the edge. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, congratulations, Kevin, uh, for winning the first uh, first game uh, during the first night of uh, St. Louis Blues Trivia Shootout on Let's Go Blues Radio. So uh, if you wanted to. Um, uh, let us know what you wanted. I don't know if you want to choose now or later. Uh, it's up to you. But uh, on Jeff Ponder's Twitter account, he posted uh, what's available for prizes, so you can go ahead and pick out what you want. And right. uh, sound good to you? Yep, sounds good. Okay. So you, you, do you have a Twitter account? Yeah, KevDP67. I follow Jeff. Okay. Well, you follow Jeff, so go ahead and just uh, get in contact with him then, I guess, and uh, or uh, and whatnot, and we'll uh, we'll get uh, your prize out to you, sir. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for playing, guys. Good game, Kevin. Hey, have a go, guy. <laughs> yep, you too, sir. So we got Chris, and we've got, let me bring in Jimmy. Chris and Jimmy. Hey now, you bastards. How are you? <laughs> Hold on now, I gotta turn the light on. I didn't think, oh, you can see me. Check I can. We can see. It, it's a little dark. It looks nice and cozy there. I'm video gaming, man. I'm video gaming. <laughs> All right. Do you want to? Do you want to just? On the set, you fucks. <laughs> All right. I'm back now. So you got on me a few times because I kept giving you the Kobe, uh, the Kobe jokes, and you guys weren't having me for a minute there. Oh, was that? Oh, that was back. That was back a number of shows ago, wasn't it? Yeah, that was back when the Kung Flu first started. Now we're dealing with it real here, man. <laughs> Trump doesn't believe in it. Hey, I'm coming for you, buddy boy. I see you down there. <laughs> we got a smack talker uh, in Jimmy. Nah, man, I'm gonna who, get I don't know. If, I don't know if uh, I don't know if Chris can handle Jimmy here. I don't think I can. <laughs> I like uh, your boy, man. Uh, 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 Ponder. Yeah, that guy. He's, he, He's a funny guy, man. I like him. Yeah, he's all right. He reads, he's a good guy. He reads my shit sometimes. I can see him, and he'll look away. He'll get a little get a little worried about what I said, and, uh, <laughs> but always keeps it always keeps it in the party. I like that. Let me bring up the second round here. 
Yeah, Perry Turnbull was a good family friend, man. I, uh, oh, was my it? dad was good friends with him, yeah. And so he owned Queenie, uh, the, the rink at Queenie, if you guys yep. know about that over there. And yep. Yeah, I yep. thank yep. there a lot back in high school. So, uh, I'm you're for this guy, man. He thinks he knows some trivia. I tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Jimmy, you're you're from the area, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Where, yeah. Whereabouts? Uh, I grew up in Baldwin, and now I live in South City. Okay. And uh, Chris, uh, you're from the area. Whereabouts, sir? Uh, originally from Grafton. Now I live in Edwardsville. Uh, he's a poser. <laughs> Guy from was, our side I, I of the water. I was Come a on, poser. Man. No, I'm kidding. Man. I'm joking. That's <laughs> all good. Uh, all right, let me get this. This is funny, man. I'm glad to see you guys back, dude. The live stream, like on a Wednesday night. It's been like what? A few months at least since. It, we well, we we did a we did one a couple weeks ago, but yeah, it's been hit or miss here with. The... Yeah, I showed up late. Yeah, I remember I got on and I saw it had gone live, and I was like, I got on right as it ended. I think. Yeah, that's cool. All right, all right, we got Chris. Chris versus Jimmy. Oh, the hat's been turned around. He feels like a different person. It's over the uh, top. Oh, yeah, all right. I gotta hey, I got be like Jimmy. North, I got my Gordon Bombay North Stars hat on right now, man. I'm feeling good. All right, so if you guys, we'll just do it like last show, I guess. Uh, uh, I'll read the question, the answers, uh, uh, the options, the multiple choice, and then uh, uh, we'll just alternate back and forth. Every question, uh, you guys take turns answering first. Uh, wait till I ask you to answer and then go. And then if you're not sure, you want to use the lifeline, you can ask Jeff or Bill. Okay? Yep. All right, cool. Here we go. Who, in part, did the Blues trade to the Quebec Nordiques to get Darren Kimball in 1991? You take would, that one, Chris. Would that be A, Rich Sutter, B, Michelle Mangeau, <laughs> C, Mario Marois, or D, Tony Twist? <laughs> so my you were favorite tossing players, out <laughs> dude. How do you get a question with all my favorite players as every answer? It's fucking the, uh, who, in, who, in part, did the Blues trade to the Quebec Nordiques to get Darren Kimball in 1991? Uh, let's, uh, let's, uh, it doesn't matter who goes first, but Jimmy, you want to go first? I don't really, but all right, yeah, I'll <laughs> give it a whirl. Uh, are you fucking with me, man? Uh, all right. Uh, well, they always say go with C, right? You can't go wrong with M&Ms either, so. But Mario doesn't sound like a hockey, well, it sounds like a hockey player you'd trade. I'll go with C, man. Yeah, you get rid of a Mario. He is. I'll take Luigi, man. He doesn't know what he's doing. Jimmy Jimmy uh, guesses C, Mario Marwa, and uh, Chris, what do you say? I'm going to go D, Tony Twist. Chris says D, Tony Twist. The answer is D, Tony Twist. So 100 points for uh, for Chris. No, oh, this is fucking. Chris, uh, you'll, be play- <laughs> you'll be player number two. Listen, Chris, what are you studying over there, man? Well, you got to remember, Tony Twist fought yeah, with the Nordiques dude, I thought we on traded that away. I didn't do, Yeah, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I don't uh, got to remember. I was born that day. <laughs> All right. Uh, question, read. question number two. Let me mark these down here. Since they don't... They don't do us a favor and number the questions. What's I could have nah, put that. I got grenades blowing up my ear. I'm from Fortnite, man. I, gotta I, take I just want to. <laughs> Are you multitasking? All right, question two. Uh, yeah. When Ralston Purina saved the Blues in 1977 by buying the franchise, how much did they pay? 
A, 14 million, B, 600,000, C, 9.2 million, or D, 4 million? Chris, it's your turn to go first. D, 4 million. Chris uh, says D, 4 million. Jimmy, what do you say? That's a good answer there, guy, because it's the smallest number, and I just don't like numbers. Uh, 600,000 is actually the smallest number. I know. I know. Next, right. All right. I mean, it's the smallest many, number next to the 600. How many freaking animal, how much animal food can save a team? Man? When Ralston Purina saved the Blues in 1977 by buying the <laughs> how much did they pay? All right, all right, all right. I'll go with, uh, I'll go with what he said. I'll go with D. D, four million. I really want to go with B, but. D is correct. That's what so I said. Go. I really want to go with D. There we go. 200 for Chris. 100 for Jimmy. Next question. Uh, pay no attention to the score at the bottom. It's right on my screen. Uh, which Detroit Red Wing player shot the puck that hit Blues defenseman Chris Pronger in the chest and stopped his heart during game two of the 1998 finals? Uh, 1998 Western Conference semifinals. Is that A, Dmitry Marinov, B, Vyacheslav Fetisov, C, Sergei Fedorov, or D, Red Berenzenov? <laughs> <laughs> um, it is... Uh, I, is Russian an option? Can I just say he was probably a Russian? Well, most that? of the, half the team, uh, Detroit, was uh, Russian, so you're kind of... Well, that's what I mean. They're all all... Yeah. Uh, um, it is uh, Jimmy's turn to go first. It is. It is. Thank you for reminding me. Which Detroit Red Wing player shot the puck that hit Blues defenseman Chris Pronger in the chest and stopped his heart during Game 2 of the 98 yeah, Western Conference Summer Yeah, I have an idea. Yeah. You know that, all right, fuck you. Right. Not fuck you, damn it. Uh, Federal would do... Uh, go marrying the... Yeah, that guy. That Baronson guy had like six goals in a game. Marina, no. <laughs> Marina, uh, no. A? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can just say the letter. Okay, so Jimmy says A. Uh, Chris, what do you say? Uh, I'm torn between uh, B and C, but I think it was a point shot from Fatisov. It was a point shot. That's right. Answer is A. Oh. Dimitri Are you Renov. fucking with me, dude? <laughs> oh, my God. Points for Jimmy. Hey, I knew it all along, man. That's how I do it, you know. Right, let me, uh, that's nice work, say. Jimmy. Good guess. Yeah, I can't tell you, buddy. I've been doing a lot of research. Uh, <laughs> I, I, uh, question <laughs> number four. Uh, to which team did the Blues send five first-round draft picks for signing Scott Stevens as a free agent? A, the New York Islanders, B, New Jersey Devils, C, Washington Capitals, D, New York Rangers. Chris, you're up first. That would be C, Washington Capitals. Yeah, that, yeah, C, right? That, yeah, that was for Oats, I think, right? That was for, for Oats? Or, that was, was Oats a part of that or no? I, maybe I'm way off, my bad. I'm in no, a class. Yeah, no, they, no, they, no. they yeah, C. C is correct. But they, they signed Scott Stevens, which cost them. Yeah, that fucked him over, right? For like, fucked us over for a well, long time. Well, for signing a, for signing that caliber of player, you owe the team you signed him from a certain amount of draft picks based on the salary they make at the time. I, 
right. And that's for the Bennington rule, right? Or something like All right, whatever. But <laughs> the way we got Bennington, I know, came from some rule that was started way back then. But, all right. <laughs> all right, next question. Question number five. In 1926, the St. Louis Blues oh. were a professional what? In 1926, the St. Louis Blues were a professional what? <laughs> Poker team, soccer team, football team, or bowling team? In 1926, the St. Louis Blues were first? professional what? Um, uh, yes, Jimmy, you're first. I might use the phone of talk face if I can. <laughs> I feel like one of them would know this. This is kind of something random, but if you like know the blues, right, you would know it. Well, you want uh, Jeff or you want Bill? Uh, I want to talk to Jeff, man. Jeff's my ah uh, fuck no. Actually, for this, go to I think Bill for this one, man. I think Bill would know this. I really <laughs> think right. Bill knows this. All right, so Bill, uh, Bill, you're being called upon by Jimmy. So in 1926, sweetheart, pick up your phone there, Billy. <laughs> In 1926, St. Louis Blues Warrior Professional, what? A, poker team, B, soccer team, C, football team, D, bowling team. Now, where would say? He's he's telling me. Okay, okay so uh, Bill says, he guesses C, football team. Is he messing with me, though, man? No. Uh, get him. Yeah, I'll go. Uh, I guess... Dude, I don't, I don't know. See, you're gonna, yeah. You gonna say C? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Chris. I see you, I'm, I'm gonna go with the soccer team. <clears throat> the correct answer is C, football team. Oh! <laughs> 1926. They were an independent professional football team. Alright. Okay, so that gives uh, really Jim. Was that a football or a football team? Like soccer? I guess. Oh, that was football. Like it's football. Like American American football. Yeah, independent football league. It's crazy. Where'd they play? Uh, they played. Uh, they played some games in. Um, Sports. Uh, they played two Sports on. The, park. Well, they played on this side of the river in a couple cities. And uh, and they played in St. Louis too. I, I think it was Sportsman Park uh, was one of them. And they played over here. Oh, it's north. It's by. It's not far from Mount Olive somewhere. I forgot where it was. It's all good. Anyway. It's crazy. Uh, question number six, right? Yeah. October tenth, nineteen ninety-three. Which one of these actually happened? Brett Hull made his NHL coaching debut. Bury Bill Merritt. Murray Barron overslept and missed the Blues home opener. Jim Rivnack scored a goal in an exhibition game. Craig Janney walks in on his wife and Brendan Shanahan. Now, which one of these actually happened? Who's up first this time? What's that? Who's up first? Who has the answer first? Uh, Chris me. is up first. Yeah, Chris is up I'm first. Gonna, I'm going to go Murray Barron. B. Chris says B. Murray Barron overslept. Jimmy, what do you say? I'm going to go with D, man. You say D. Craig Jenny walks in on his wife, Brenner Shannon. Yeah, that's just D. funny if that's true. So, oh, yeah. <laughs> Even if I'm wrong, I can laugh at that. <laughs> that's good. Uh, correct answer is A. Brett Hall made his coaching debut. He was an assistant coach what? in an exhibition game. Uh, he was hurt. Oh, 
<laughs> was he blackout? It was, it was preseason. Was Not that the exhibition. one where Michonne, Michonne, or uh, whatever, Manome Rayon was his goalie? No, the, no, in, against Tampa? No, I don't, think that was, yeah. I don't think that was the game. But uh, he was hurt, so he was, he was an official coach that game. Oh Tough God. question. Tough question. Next question. Question number seven, right? Um, at which lake of the Ozarks golf course did Eric Johnson blow out his knee prior to training camp in 2008, effectively ending his season? A, Osage National. B, the club at Portosima. C, Old Kinderhook. D, Sugar Creek. Osage National. Jimmy says Osage National. Chris? I'm, a, I'm a Osage National as well, A. Correct answer is uh, the club at Portosima. Holy fuck, are you kidding me? Why do they make it sound that fancy? It's Missouri. <laughs> what the hell are we doing? God. Well, there are some very nice golf courses in uh, I Ozarks. bet, dude. That's probably a super expensive tea time. But my <laughs> Atlanta, can we be real about something? It's Osage National. <laughs> we don't got to get crazy here. What the hell? Next the question. club at Porta Cena. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we get ticks. It's tremendous. All right, next question. What was Curtis Joseph's nickname before it was Cujo? A, the dude. B, the wolf. C, the dog. D, the cat. Oh, my God. Who's first this time? Is it uh, Chris? No, yes. And I... What the hell was it? D, the cat. That's Chris what says I keep D, the cat. To do. I'm going with that. Both say D. <laughs> yeah. All right. It is. What, it is D. Yeah. Had to be. All right. To it break was that. What what college no, did he go to? What? Who asked that question? Chris Joseph. Always nickname would be the yeah. wolf. He went to oh, um, Maine. Was it Maine? Uh, was it nope. Maine? Nope. He's a Badger from Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Oh. Yeah. Bill. Yeah. Bill goes to Wisconsin. Bill knew. Yeah, he, he was uh, the cat, and then he came into the league, and uh, Felix Potvin was already the cat. So he kind of changed yeah. it. Potvin. Yeah. You guys watch? Yeah, the hockey guy loves Felix Potvin. He's another YouTuber guy. But, uh, <laughs> I don't know how the dog would be. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, yeah, probably the cat. Well, you know, I mean, he, it was a rabid dog on his helmet. So, Cujo. Cujo. <laughs> All right, next question. How did Doug Wickenheiser hurt his knee in 1985 requiring reconstructive knee surgery? A, fell off his roof while trying to climb down the chimney of Santa Claus. B, hit by a car while looking for imaginary animal in the woods. C, tried jumping on a trampoline with roller skates on. D, got a little too excited while dancing and holding a promotional sign outside of a cell phone store to earn extra money in the offseason. How did Doug Wickenheiser hurt his knee in 1985 requiring oh, reconstructive knee surgery? Outside of a cell phone store in 1985? And uh, <laughs> Jimmy, you're, Jimmy, you're first, right? Uh, I'm just going over these. These are really tough answers because like, all of them are <laughs> really real, realistic and like hard to break down. Hit by a car looking for an animal. So he was tripping shrooms, or he was working on Futurama, or he fell off. 
I'm gonna go with C, I think. I think that, uh, yeah, yeah. I like the logical deduction from these types of answers. <laughs> but Jimmy oh, do okay. you can tell I break stuff down. <laughs> I'm apparently, yeah. I... Okay, so Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy says C. Chris, uh, what do you say? Um, man, I don't know. I, yeah, I was going to go with the Santa Claus A, but I think I'll go with, um, yeah, you know, we'll go with Santa Claus A. B. Snipe hunt. Are you? He actually was tripping. He he was. I don't know if he was tripping or not. He but had it was to a, have been tripping. Some <laughs> he was. Uh, it Come was on. a it was a snipe hunt that they took a, a member of the team on and and he Are got you hurt, hit by a car. If he would have got that right, I swear I would have been so <laughs> mad, dude. Because how the what was he even? I got what. Alright, according to Google Maps, which of these real Canadian locations is the shortest drive by car to Kelly Chase's hometown? Well, no, so hey, you know where, family if, friend too, man. Great if you guy. know where Kelly, Kelly Chase, Chase is from, yeah. you may you, and, and you're okay. Yeah, so. I like, that's horrible. <clears throat> where is he from, Jimmy? Uh probably St. Louis do ha 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 Quebec. It's like a small city outside of Quebec. This is not asking. That. This is not asking where Kelly Chase is from. This is asking which of these locations is the shortest drive by car to Kelly Chase's hometown. So, A. Dildo, Newfoundland. B. Swastika, Ontario. C. Head smashed <laughs> in Buffalo Jump, Alberta. Saint Louis, Dihaha, Duhaha, Quebec. All real places. This is like a geography question. Are they these are real? Real places. Okay. Each one. That's true. My, uh, my sister just moved the door, though. I forgot. Hmm. Who's first? I'm going with whatever. Uh, is, it, is it Jimmy's first? Is that right? No, no. He's first. Chris is, Chris is first. Okay. He's going to, I'm going to go with C, Alberta. No, I'm, go, I'm going with that, too, because I have no fucking idea. Because, and I'm not because he's from Moose Jaw. Is it Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan? Uh, Kelly Chase is, to, Kelly Chase is from Porcupine Plain. Where Kelly Chase is from. But C is correct. Head smashed in, Buffalo jump. Good call, my dude. Chase? Chase is from Porcupine Plain. What is it actually? It's called head smashed in. Oh, sorry. Head smashed in, Buffalo jump, Alberta. So you guys both got that? Okay. I lost track of the questions here. What number are we on? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I think we're on 11. I think. Next question. Uh, which Blues player is third all-time in career assists with the Blues behind Bernie Ferrico and Brett Hall? A. Petrangelo. B. Brian Sutter. C. Vladimir Tarasenko. D. Al McInnes. So, Ed, Jimmy, you're first. Uh, um, let me call someone or whatever. Okay. I want I want to ask uh, Ponder what he thinks of this. All right, Jeff. Come on, Jeff. You're my boy. Jeff says he believes D, Al McInnes. That's okay. I'll go with that. That's cool. Okay, so Jimmy goes with Jeff's answer and says D. Chris, what do you say? Yeah, was, that was my guess too, was D, Al McInnes. The answer is Alex Petrangelo. Oh. Ah! 
Alex Petrangelo. I was goddamn. I I believe he's only a few points ahead of McInnes. Who's played here longer? Like it's pretty close. Uh, I. Th- the point, That's a good question. Like, Who's played? Oh, oh, are, um, I think McKinnis played here longer. I think. Oh, I guess it was your ten years. I know. Close, man. I want to say McKinnis played here ten years, right? I think. Yeah, around. Uh, I just remember he was here. I was born in '90. It felt like he was here for a while. Okay. Damn it. Ah. Okay, next question. On January 27, 2013, during warm-ups, every Blues player wore the same number on their jersey. What number did they wear? A, 6, B, 99, C, 0, D, 50. January 27, 2013, during warm-ups, every Blues player wore the same number in the jersey. What number did they wear? 6, 99, 0, or 50. And uh, Chris, you're first. 6, Stanley F. Musial. Yeah, 6, six Stanley Musial. Red Sox beat him in the World Series that year, though. There you go. 6 is correct. It's because the Red Sox, they're straight trash. <laughs> That's why we won two World Series, I guess, against you guys. Because they cheated. <laughs> It was proven that we didn't. Didn't they just suspend the manager? (laughs) Nah, he got fired before, and then he didn't even get charged with it. And that was the last question. So, Jimmy, Jimmy, I won. Took it by (laughs) one question. I'm bitter because he piggybacked on all my questions. (laughs) Yeah, dude. Well, once I knew it. Yeah, it's like, I don't fuck. With that one question about where they were, that one guy was born and all the names were dildo and ass cheese. The one, the one, the, the one, one that got me was the. Uh... <laughs> I can't believe that one. Yeah, well, congratulations, Jimmy. Um, no, you're good. And, I appreciate the, what you guys do, man. I love listening. I'm just the, blowed and like, do, oh, yeah, good I'm job, Jimmy. Jimmy, way to go. The, these are, I mean, yeah. to be honest, in all fairness, I, last round was was pretty evident too because there was only a couple of questions that they got right. Um, they're, they're, these are, I, I think these are they're different rough. questions. Different. I mean, well, yeah, rough, but different. You know, in a way, it's like it's not gonna. Well, like uh, there's a there's a few that are super like worded in a way that you're like, well, that couldn't. The one with the how the guy got a, or like missed the opening game of the blue season though, dude. Like he, the one where I said he was probably tripping shrooms or something, walking or whatever he was doing. I thought he was maybe like rollerblade sounds like on a trampoline. Maybe he had a few too many beers. You got you know. <laughs> you're like, man, watch how good my shot is, and you get up there and you pull your old Achilles out. But yeah, I don't. Yes. The, uh, Snipe hunts a, it's a, they, they talk about it on Cheers. If you, if you watch the show Cheers, it's a, oh, yeah. it's a they, they take somebody out and as, as a prank, they, they, they go snipe hunting and they, they send them out in the, in a, with a bag in, in the brush and they, the other players try and beat out a, a, an animal that's hiding in the brush and the, uh, and the players leave and the guy is sitting there with the bag in his hand. That's how <laughs> they did it on Cheers. But, oh, okay. so that's but apparently you got hit by a car when they were doing that. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, uh, Jeff uh, Ponder asked, uh, "What's your? Do you, are you on Twitter, Jimmy?" Oh uh, yeah, I, yeah, I don't. Um, okay. If you hold on, 
I was to say because Jeff posted the prizes that are available, so if you wanted to look at that and, and pick something out. Okay, um, yeah, I'll look them up on there. I have. Uh, Way to go, Jimmy. Good job. Yeah, yeah, I tore it up, man. I came in. <laughs> I did my research, man. I did my homework. I worked hard. I really feel like I, you know, I came in with a good game plan and I executed. I don't know. Yeah, you got to thank your teammates, your teammates, because that's, that's yeah, team oh, the people that were here, you know, the, you know, the Budweiser's were key. Um, also, just again, my dedication to the craft. I'm like Kobe Bryant, you know what I mean? I'm, I, I, I have that drive. Mamba. Like, yeah, that Mamba mentality, even if you have to go through a mountain and you don't get through it, you're going to try to pound right through that mountain. And if you crash into it, you still did what you wanted to do. I know exactly what you're saying. I've been there. <laughs> Are you guys going to do an actual show after this, or is this it tonight? Uh, we might hang on talk for a little bit, but uh, the uh, I, we don't have anything on the agenda. But we might BS a little bit and then uh, call it a night. Yeah, man, have a couple beers and uh, I know my boy. Tell Bill Day. I think Bill Day needs to do some acid or something, man. Get that guy like some really, really good weed. <laughs> I'm blowing. I'm ruining the whole channel. Uh, uh, he, he can hear you, and he may he may take you up on that. So after this. Uh, all right. Okay. I see. All right. Yeah. 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 Well, then, yeah, right. time to get a good Budweiser, maybe a shot of some whiskey, you know what I mean? Get there was a podcast you guys did uh, back in December, I think. That was really cool. You guys were all drinking, like, together. I think it was right before Christmas or something like that. Okay. That, before the Kung Flu came, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> now we're all Kung Flu fighting, you know what I'm saying? But back then, you guys were kicking it, drinking whiskey, and it was pretty dope you guys did that. But. Yeah, we were we were, we were, having fun. So the Blues were winning, we were having fun. It was a good time. And uh, Hey, knows? I got one more question before you kick me out for being annoying. Uh, hey, <laughs> don't you think that it's screwed that, man, we could have gone back to back, and because of the Kung Flu, it might ruin our chances of that because the team with skill could win now rather than the Bulls who kind of win get like series by win like by wearing teams down you know what I mean like we have that, we, that's played, a, we played yeah. good hockey by wearing teams down and not a team like the Lightning could run through everyone because they score eight goals a game and yeah what do you that, that's an interesting I mean that's interesting because I, I I that's very yeah I agree because the, the Blues play a heavy style so it's uh, right they do wear teams down um but uh, you know, and to be honest, though, I mean, getting Tarasenko back healthy too is 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 a nice plus. Um, yeah. Oh, so yeah. Granted, you know, uh, I forgot who it was that uh, we talked about on the show a couple a few weeks ago. Uh, that uh, someone said, I think it was uh, Pacioretty, said uh, that it's going to be if we resume the season, it this Stanley Cup will be the hardest one to win, maybe ever, because everyone's going to be pretty fresh. Going to the playoffs. Right, it reminds me of that run the Blackhawks had back in uh, the, at the year of the strike, and they had about what was it, like a twenty-game streak where they didn't not get a point for a game. You know what I'm talking? Like it was, I think, to that whenever the strike was, and dude, they were undefeated basically for a month. And uh, yeah, that's what sucks to me is like a team that could go on a run that. Yeah, the, whatever. It, yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting if they do resume. I, I, they're they're planning on it, so uh, so we'll see. I I'm I'm I mean, the the sports fan in me is all excited to maybe see hockey finish the season, but uh, so we'll we'll see. I'm uh, 
I, the Blues have as good a chance as anybody. Um, but yeah, yeah no, like I'm you said, you like you said, that may, that's a good point. That 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 aspect of the Blues game, uh, yeah, maybe a little less prominent. And be hot and win. Because and Boston could do that, man. Their offense, they're for they're they're not bad. Yeah, Boston, like I said, Tampa Bay, Washington, um, high but, high octane team. So I, I, I yeah, no, I, I but we'll see. I'm uh, yeah. I'm I'm cautiously optimistic about things. Imagine, I, hope so. I agree. Imagine playing for all those no no fans for the playoffs. <laughs> That'd be weird. Yeah. You know dude. you know what though with that um. I, it, when, when I first heard that, because I, I assume, Chris, you've seen uh, some of the baseball leagues since Korea, and they, they're playing in front of no fans right now. And, yeah. I mean, it's it's fine. It's baseball. Fans are quieter anyway. But um, I, I in the Olympics, a lot of times you see might see, like, preliminary round games and things where there's right. not a lot of people in the stands. No one and it there. wasn't a big deal. I mean, but uh, I don't know. We'll... I think it'll be something that'll be easy to get used to. Might be a little weird, you know, not seeing the excited fans in the playoffs in a game of seven overtime win. Right, no, yeah. No noise. Yeah. Yeah. And Boston to shut them all up. Yeah, that was. That's true. It could be like winning a game on the road in overtime in the playoffs. It would almost be like it almost helps out for the team that's playing on the road. Like it takes that element out of it because you don't really worry. You're like, all right, well. We gotta yeah. go there. Well, there's no noise. We're playing in yeah. front of. Now I'd be like on my men's league game. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah, that's a good point, Chris. I played in front of no fans for years. What's yeah. the deal? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, that. Yeah, that's the truth of it, though. But yeah, that's what worries me. Is I just hope a team doesn't come in and run away with it. That you know has skill, and it's like, damn it, if we would have had a real. We, but whatever. Uh, we'll see. Yep. So, hey, uh, thanks for having me on, Kurt. I appreciate yeah. it. No, thanks for coming on, guys. Uh, Jimmy, Chris, thanks for playing. Appreciate thanks, it Kurt. very much. And congratulations again, Jimmy. Uh, go, Jimmy. I've worked hard for it. Thank you. Guys. <laughs> A lot of research. Right, you hear me, guys? Yes. We okay. can hear you. Yes. My goodness. Evan and Jimmy. We are, we are still alive. Can I can I ask you guys a question? Yes. Is anyone more excited about weed legalization than Jimmy? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, he 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 makes a strong case. That was <laughs> so entertaining. He's on he's on the wrong side of the river for it, right? So, Kurt and I, Kurt and I could, you know, when social distancing is over, we could do a uh, an edibles show. <laughs> um, but you're not invited, so. Nope, I'm coming. That sounds too good to pass up, my friend. <laughs> well, I was gonna I think... say there's a dispensary because I'm I'm right at the bridge, and uh, there's a dispensary. I'm not kidding. If I wanted to walk on the bridge, I could walk there. So it's uh, it's really not that far for me. I, I think uh, the trivia went. Uh, it got better as it went along, as far as like my managing of the thing goes. It was. The first time doing that was kind of that was that was a lot of things to manage at once, to to do the host the show and then to do this and to keep score and to, and I did I wasn't aware that the the application didn't number the questions, so I'm gonna get when we're getting like question nine ten eleven I'm like what question is this I have no is this the last one, so uh, next time we do this if we do this again I should number the put the number the question, in the question 
You would think so, it would automatically do that. That's a little it, weird. Yeah, I guess, but I can just put it in well, the Well, this was this it's was probably, a hell of a show. Probably the pay for version. <laughs> What's that? We got I mean, we got Guy this, and Jimmy in one episode. That's yeah. pretty fucking good. This was this this and this is the pay version. This was like seven bucks. So Oh. Uh, yeah. Well if they asked you to take a survey, we know your response. <laughs> yeah, a simple thing like that. Number the questions. Come on. Uh, that was that was pretty fun though. I uh, I uh, I think they they had a good time, and uh, I saw Austin Lynch was in the the. We didn't uh, get to him, but he was. Uh, we had a, a few too many people that wanted to play, so couldn't get to everybody. Is he still in there? He he is. I well, his uh, it's his name is listed, but I don't see. A video, maybe it's just audio. I'll say if he's still in there, let's uh, let's bring him on, just have a little conversation before we wrap things up. Okay, he's a good me, listener of the show. Let me switch this up here then. Totally gonna make Kurt work more. That's what I do. Yeah, because I know see. Austin was really wanting to play too. Okay, but uh, I guess he was just kind of slow with the trigger. Well, you know what? I mean, we can we can ask him a handful of trivia questions just to. And I don't think he's he left. Well, so. damn. Too bad. He says all good. Yep. Man, this uh that was a lot of fun and and good lord, Jimmy Anderson, you are exactly who I thought you would be. And that's <laughs> that is a compliment, my friend. <laughs> so, uh, uh how many uh the questions did you guys know? How would you have done? Oh, wait. Well, is Austin back now? I went, okay, hold on. Yeah. Go, ahead, go ahead, Bill. Sorry. I was just going to say, considering I gave two bad answers in the first round. Yep. Know, I, first first one wasn't great. Um, but, yeah, I absolutely did know the Perry Turnbull one. Uh, um, yep. But, Me too. Uh, yeah. I, I, thought, I thought the Blues played against St. Louis University, not St. Louis U High. And that was that was my comment in the Slack uh, chat um, at some point, but uh, no, I, I did not do well the first, first round. Um, I was, I think I, I got seven in the second one. So. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, I, I didn't keep track of my score, but you know, there's a couple ones that I was really begging. They'd use a lifeline, like the Brett Hall coaching. I knew that one right away. You didn't even have to get to the questions. And I knew that one. Um, yeah, the, the one that, uh, with the famous bar, that one right away I knew. Um, but yeah, it was, of course, the it, ones that I wasn't sure of was the ones I got asked about. And it was funny because my, I actually, I, I had to go get my wife because I'm like, you got to check out this guy that's doing trivia. You just have to check him out. This is fantastic. <laughs> so I brought, I brought her down and she starts put, participating in trivia with us. I tried to get her to stay, but she wouldn't. And, uh. She said uh, she actually got that one right. She got the Petrangelo one right that I guessed McKinnis on. And didn't that happen earlier this year? Petrangelo yeah. passed McKinnis. Yeah, he's only a handful of points ahead of McKinnis. Yep. And uh, hey, Austin. Hi, how you doing, Kurt? Good. Austin Lynch is uh, with us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, Austin. Hi, nice to finally you see you. Long time caller, yeah. first time listener? Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, I was hoping to see uh, hoping to see uh, Jeff at the All Star game. Didn't get to do that, but so we must have messaged each other like five different times. And I'm like, I'm here, and then you're like, Okay, well I'm oh, yeah. here, and <laughs> it just 
we just I think we get the I think we were getting our messages like a little bit too delayed to where yeah. it just never worked out. Yeah. Well, well, and uh, that was was that at the uh, the uh, fan fest thing. Fan yeah. fest. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I, I uh, for me, cell reception was awful in there. I, it, I got, it was. It was because there were some people that you know I was that, that would I would was going to give stickers to, and I got no messages until I was like on my way home, so I couldn't. Yep. Yeah, the fan fest. Yeah, I would. I would get. I would get Austin's responses to me like five minutes after, like he probably <laughs> sent them. So it we it just never worked out, and it's like yeah, it's probably a bad idea to try and meet in places like that. Yeah. So uh, since you missed out on the trivia there, Austin, you want to answer a couple? You want to take a take a take a shot? Yeah, a I'll probably go. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's go. I'll probably we could have him. We we could have him face me and Bill. Oh great! I'll get my ass kicked by Bill. <laughs> oh, not by Jeff though. Is that what not you're saying? Not me. Not me. Apparently. <laughs> wow, Jeff didn't get a single one right tonight, right? <laughs> oh man, I was I was struggling there. Every lifeline, I'm like, God, of course, this is the one they're gonna ask. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, what, uh, let's. Uh, I'm just going through the list of uh, other questions I have here. What goaltender did the Blues face in the first period on September 23rd, 1992? Do you want multiple choice? You want to try and guess? Yeah, we're going multiple choice. Yeah. A. Felix Potvin. B. Manoriom. C. The Hartford Whalers assistant coach Kevin McCarthy. I'm going to go Felix Potvin because that's the only one I really know. <laughs> what, Jeff? What was the date again? September 23rd, 1992. Okay. Felix Potvin, Manoriom, or the Hartford Whalers assistant coach, Kevin McCarthy. All right, so he said Potvin, right? He did. Awesome. said Potvin. Yeah, that's because it's and I, I know, so yeah. <laughs> I will go with Manoriom. Ding, ding, ding. Manoriom is correct. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who's only... kicking whose ass now, Austin? <laughs> the only uh, the only female goalie to play in a National Hockey League game. It's all good. I was born in 03. That was a 93 question. It's all good. Oh three. <laughs> wow. I was a junior in high school. I'm gonna be a junior in high school next year. Well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, what was announced on September 16th, 2011? So you were born here. Uh, every Blues game would be on TV for the first time in franchise history. Dollar Beer Night was scheduled. Alex Petrangelo ended his holdout and signed a long-term deal. What was the date again? September 16th, 2011. Okay. I want to say the Blues game just because I feel like that's when they probably did a deal with Fox Sports Midwest. I'm going to do that. So you got every Blues game will be on TV for the first time in franchise history. Dollar Beer Night was scheduled, or Petrangelo ended his holdout and signed a long-term deal. What, uh, what, what say you, Bill? Uh, I say Petrangelo ended a holdout. And I'm going to agree with Bill. Man, you're all wrong. Dollar Beer oh, Night wow. was scheduled. Dollar beer. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that, just, that seems like a really bad idea. Wasn't yeah. that a wasn't that a rescheduled game yeah, or something? I think. Yeah. They wanted to get people. Yeah, to I too. think it was. Might yeah. have been. Mm -mm. Let's see. We'll, we'll do a couple more here. Uh, what jersey patch did the Blues unveil on February nineteenth, nineteen eighty nine? Bob Gasoff's number three patch, the Dan Kelly Clover patch, 
for the, the arena patch. anniversary patch. Clover patch, yeah. That's what I actually Clover know. patch. Yep. yep. Correct. Correct. Shamrock. Shamrock, yep. Um, let's see. Some of these questions uh, are old. <laughs> um, yeah. Which host of Let's Go Blues Radio has slept with the most women? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not Bill. Uh, let me take off my shoes and count. Uh, <laughs> What'd you say? It's not Bill. Is that what you not said? Bill. <laughs> it's not Bill. Uh, uh, I feel like this is a Bill. question Jimmy would know. I feel like Jimmy would know this one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, what was the name of the toque wearing trumpeter that would run up and down the steps at the arena in the late 80s? A. Jean Claude, B. Claude Scott, C. Scotty Perron. What's the second one again? Claude Scott. He was, a, he was a guy who would run up and down the steps um, and uh, excitedly play the trumpet. Hmm. In between yeah, plays. I'll go Jod, or second one, whatever the Claude fuck Scott. The second one. Claude Scott? Yeah, we'll go one. Yeah. You guys know? Uh, Bill, that's Bill? also my answer. Yeah, Claude Scott's my yeah. answer. My answer as well. Correct. Do you know what team he originally did that for? The Quebec no. Nordique. Yeah, right on. Yeah, I, I actually just watched uh, Ponder's uh, YouTube channel, the, uh, the Blues vs. North Stars. Mm. Um, or No, it was the Blues Red Wings. Um, two weeks after they beat the North Stars, I believe it was. But, uh, yeah, and he's, he's prominently featured in that. Uh, Speaking Royale. of Ponder's YouTube channel, uh, our friend, STL Blues History, just dropped off some tapes with the old WHA games. Oh, wow. So I will be posting those soon, so I'm very <laughs> excited about that. That's uh, 70s stuff, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Jeez. Okay, cool. <clears throat> Any Bobby Hall stuff in there? I'm sure there is. He, it's. I mean, okay. Wayne Gretzky. Any Gretzky? <laughs> he literally dropped this bag off in my house, Damn, and this is a... all. These are all VHS tapes. And all it's you have is big. a beta player, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mom. Oh, you you need to take those to somebody and say, hey, I need to convert VHS to beta. How much is that going to cost me? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Let's do one more. <laughs> one more, one okay. More. <clears throat> Let's see. Let me scroll down here. Uh, okay. Brett Hall said of one of the Russian players the Blues drafted in the 92 draft, the little one is the only one who can play. Who was he referring to? A, Vitaly Prokhorov. B, Vitaly Karamnov. C, Igor Korolev. The little one is the only one who can play. Who was he referring to? Oh. Who was Brett Hall referring to? Kind of hoping Panger was one of those options. <laughs> well, that would uh, be wrong. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, Panger. I can make Panger a D if you want to guess Panger. <laughs> I'll go C. Igor Korolev. What do you say, guys? Uh, what were the other two options? 
Vitaly Prokhorov and Vitaly Kramnov? Oh, just to be different, I'll say Kramnov. Uh, Bill said Korolev, right? Correct. Yeah, C <laughs> is correct. He, he, he was the only one who could play, so Hall mm. was correct. Yeah, uh, had he the was longest, correct, yeah. He had the longest career out of all of them, uh, the five Russian players the Blues drafted that year. Uh, that was that was interesting. That was like the Blues were late to the party with drafting Russians and out of Europe and everything, and they just they just drafted five at one time. And yeah, us they, two, us two. Yeah, us two. Hey, we're going to draft a whole bunch of them. Maybe one will work out. And yeah, Korolev was... was Karamnov, yeah, Kor, well, Korolev, of course, you know, passed away in the... Uh, right. um, locomotive crash. The locomotive tragedy. Uh, but Vitaly Karamnov was the living embodiment of the NES skinny guy. <laughs> yes. yes, I always he think was. I do think of him. I, for some reason, I yeah. think of him. I, <laughs> the skinny guy, and Garth Butcher is the fat guy. Yep. <laughs> uh, I Good always put that as uh, either Roman Pollock or Radko Gudis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Rich oh, Rich Pilon, maybe. Guy stole money from the Blues. Well, this was uh, this was fun, guys. Yeah. Austin, nice to finally yeah. virtually meet you. I hope you're healthy yeah. and well. Oh, I'll get it. I'll get it. Waiting for May 18th when this county order's lifted, then I'm gonna start going out just a little bit. Not a lot, just a little. <laughs> yep. Just the tip. Yeah. I hear you. Just see how wow. it feels. Wow. <laughs> 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 oh, great. That would that'd be a good shirt, right? Uh, when <laughs> when I can, when social Wait. distancing is is is, is relaxed. Um, I, I'm just, just the tip. Yeah, put that on a shirt, I'll buy it. <laughs> just like that uh, Pornhub shirt you guys put up that you guys never made. It's up there. Yeah. Oh, oh well, well, we've got a, <clears throat> a parody of it. It's we we wow. had another version up there and it was they they took it down for copyright infringement. So uh, yeah, the, uh, uh, actually. Um, who was it? It was uh, Glass Bangers, I think, uh, got upset, or somebody got upset about it. Or, no, it was uh, Bring Hockey Back, I think. No, mm -hmm. they, yeah, they got upset. Huh. Even though, you know, they took it from Pornhub, but whatever. Mm. Yeah, what are you going to do? I actually designed uh, the, the, it was Hockey Hub, I think it was, right? And uh, I didn't, I, did, I had no idea that. Uh, they had already done a hockey hub shirt. It looked exactly the same. I put it up. It did. I put it up. I was like, that's pretty cool. I put it up, and uh, I don't know. Within like half a day, somebody said, "Hey, you know, this is uh, someone else already has this." I'm like, "Holy cow!" I, it looks exactly it was the like, same. It was the exact shirt. I didn't know. And I was like, and oh, I will tell yeah. you that from Kurt's reaction, I know Kurt wasn't lying. Like I, I, I feel I, like I know <laughs> you pretty well, and your reaction was, "Oh my god!" Like I, you were amazed it was funny it was funny when when he when I, when uh, someone sent me a picture they go hey wonder where you got this idea from and they posted a picture and my first reaction was they stole it from me <laughs> because yeah, I'm like, right. that was exactly like mine so like no but that was not the case i didn't there was no stealing yeah. i just didn't know so i had yeah. to redo it a little bit <laughs> yeah i'll go check it out now and just well, i'll buy it at some point um Oh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we like to watch. Um, I guess that'll that'll do it for this show, eh? We had a lot of conversation in the chat. I didn't have a chance to uh, 
to look at it because I was running the trivia. But, With uh, this type of show, it's kind of hard to uh, yeah to, to pay attention to the chat. I really wasn't oh, either. I, I, I couldn't. I was I had so much going on, and I my the chat window was I couldn't I couldn't do it. A lot of it looks like people just answering questions too. Yeah, yeah, and that, and that's that's cool, and that's that's yeah. Fine. No, it was it was fun. It was good. Yeah. Uh, so before we sign off, I'll just add, uh, first of all, thanks, everybody, for listening. And remember, we are back every week. Um, next week, if we don't do a live show, I will have an episode with uh, former Blue Carlo Koliakovo, which was uh, a really fun interview. And I also just did one yesterday with uh, former Blue Lubos Partechko. So that'll be up uh, pretty soon, too. And that one was a lot of fun as well. Did you guys talk about the uh, five-goal comeback in Toronto? We actually did not. That was not something we talked about. It was, you know, it was funny, and I'll go ahead and release this little tidbit. Um, he, I asked him basically if there's one game he'd go back and change, what would it be? And he said Game Seven against the Sharks in 2000. He yeah. said personally, he felt like there was a lot more he could have done in that game. So I told him what I was talk about on this show. The uh, that was my birthday. It was Game Seven. My dad <laughs> took me. I was 15 rows from the ice, and he actually apologized to me. He's like, I'm sorry about that. And I'm like, hey, man, wasn't just you. You were the only one on the ice. <laughs> yeah, there was there was a there was a bad goal that was allowed that was not his fault in that game. We talked so. we talked about that one as well. <laughs> I said Owen Nolan's red line goal was like a dagger to my heart. Yeah. There's probably still an indentation on that that uh, the floor of that house I used to have for the trailer I was in at the time. From Our friend uh, PuckGuy14 says, my goodness, you got everyone from TSN. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I will tell you, PuckGuy14, I think a lot of those guys are just looking for something to do. So keep that in mind for, for your guys' podcast. They were all very receptive and wanting to come on. Yeah, I know uh, I know the uh, Teal Town guys uh, and uh, Eric and them, they, uh, uh, I think they get they uh, do pretty well with the uh, the local uh, shark uh, broadcasters and whatnot, uh, and they're friends of the show and stuff, and they come on their show. I think so. Uh, that's pretty good. Pretty good contacts to have. And I do know uh, also friends of the show. I'm drawing a blank on their name. Snow the goalie, I believe. They're a Philadelphia Flyers podcast. They just had Craig Berube on today, and uh, they're going to be posting that show probably next week. So stay tuned to us on uh, on uh, Twitter because uh, we will probably be reposting that as well. And they did give us permission to take any audio from that if we choose to. Cool. So I'll take the whole thing. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, very good. <laughs> all right. Ponder will work his voice in asking all the questions. Yeah, I'll just dub myself over them asking questions. <laughs> Genius. There you go. Make it look as unprofessional as possible, or sound just to make it be even funnier. Yep, I'll do that. Don't worry, I, that's what I'm good at. <laughs> All right, <clears throat> I guess uh, I guess that'll wrap up the show. Uh, episode 64 of season eight of uh, Let's Go Blues.com trivia shootout show on the original St. Louis Blues Hockey Podcast, Let's Go Blues Radio. Thanks for listening, and thanks to those who participated in the live show and in the chat. Um, congratulations to uh, Kevin. And to uh, Jimmy for winning the two rounds of the trivia. And uh, thanks, Austin, for coming on here at the end. No problem. Uh, um, we you. hope you guys enjoyed this show as much as we've enjoyed bringing it to you, which I know we all have enjoyed it very much. Mm-hmm. So 
for uh, Jeff Ponder and Bill Day, I'm Kurt Price. Until next time, everyone, let's go blues. Austin, can you give me a let's go blues? Let's go, my bad, let's go blues. <laughs> <laughs> let's go blues. Uh, the Chiefs are at home tonight against Cyanusport at the War Memorial at 8. Good seats are still available. A look at sports. I think that went very well. Thank you for listening to Let's Go Blues Radio. Now take off, hosers. Well, there's 90 minutes of your life you'll never get back. Sorry. St. <laughs> Louis Blues, St. Louis Blues. Have you heard the news about our St. Louis Blues? They've only just begun. They're on their way to number one. Now there's no more blues for our St. Louis Blues. The blues are on the ice tonight again. They're rough and tough and got the stuff to win. They'll always get one more, no matter what the score. They are quite a hockey team, my friends.